Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Coming to you since 1997 on KKUP Radio with over 250 guests and still going strong in their 12th year of weekly broadcasting, the International Taz and Paula Show brings to you expansive, engaging, and groundbreaking intensity on radio and now on the Internet airwaves today. Listen live every Thursday or visit Embracing Mother Earth's archives, exclusive articles, Ask questions and receive actual answers from guests anytime at TazAndPaulaShow.com. Taz and Paula's special guests are experts coming from all walks of life, energizing our lives with a passion that inspires and teaches us with each of their compelling personal life journeys, with roots from ancient wisdom and bridging it with modern science. We hope today's show touches the wisdom of your heart. And now... Taz and Paula. Well, our brilliant guest, Joanna Garzilli, world's leading authority on intuition, is now celebrating her second edition of her book, Unleash the Psychic in You, How to Trust Your Intuition for Success. She's going to be at the Conscious Life Expo 2015. Joanna will be teaching her popular interactive workshop, Unleash the Psychic in You, live at this year's 13th Annual Conscious Life Expo. And if you are unable to personally attend, it will be internationally streamed live as well. So save the dates on your calendar. It starts February 6th through the 8th at the LAX Hilton. And you can go to the website and check out all the details on www.consciouslifeexpo.com. And our brilliant guest will be one of the speakers. You are now listening to the International Taz and Paula Show, and I'm Paula. And I'm Taz. Today, Joanna Garzilli talks about meeting your best friend, and it's called intuition. Joanna says your intuition is never wrong. So how do we pay attention more closely? Well, we're going to find out what this empowerment is all about. We can hardly wait to get started on this dialogue with you, Joanna. So we'll look forward to getting the facts from her today and head even deeper to ignite richer ways of working with our intuition in ways we may never have played or engaged with before. We'll talk about how do we recognize the voice of intuition? Why do we make poor decisions? How do we captivate good decision-making? Is there a right timing? Joanna says when connected to your being, a powerful vision occurs. Your unique vision. And we can hardly wait to hear more about that. Paula. Joanna, you're already laid a trail of true leader, a true leader set for generations to come by giving the gift of empowerment and taking the leap of courage and willingness to serve without fear within your teaching materials. Joanna, it's really exciting to have you with us. Welcome to our show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here today. Well, Joanna, you have such a rich background researching and executing ways of supporting people in their daily needs, not only as an intuitive, trusted business advisor behind the scenes 
on client deals and businesses in the millions to billions of dollars for business leaders and entrepreneurs, but you have also delivered in your books new ways of touching life on a daily basis through your incredible books, your CDs, your workshops, and even on private basis with readings for others, teaching others how to hone into their personal intuition skills. Let me ask you, did you envision all of this beforehand, or was this a step-by-step process? I envisioned it all beforehand. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So, I, I mean... Let me go back a step. When I was a kid, I mean, I was always fascinated by, from six years old, I wanted to know about the meaning of life. And and for me, I needed to have depth in each experience. And I was fascinated by spirituality and and God. And, and I just, that, that has been an, an innate part of myself. Fast forward into my teenage years and early 20s, I couldn't handle the spiritual awakening that I went through. And so I had some quite self-destructive patterns, hence chapter one in my book being the effed up psychic, how I lost everything. And and so I, I... I knew the path that was coming and and yet there was there there was resistance for me initially around that. There was some ego in there that I felt that other things that were going to happen, which I know will still happen, but it's like this big chunk of my life that is happening now is a precursor to that next stage of things that's gonna come later on. So that when I finally got my head around and my heart and my higher self connected to this work and doing what I'm doing now, there was a gap of a number of years where I would take little steps and see small successes, forward movement, and and being able to bring through this, this deeper message of how to connect to your intuition and be connected in this way, but... But what happened was is that I got very impatient and I wanted things to move faster than what they were moving. And and so I had some stumbles and, and, and different difficulties. But the vision for me has never changed. It, it's always been there. It's always been consistent. And I found also that the further along that I go on this path, that the vision is, is simplified. It's just some very key specific things. And I know as long as I do that, then it keeps unfolding beautifully. And then occasionally spirit will throw in something that I hadn't planned and <laughs> and then I embrace that as well. So you're so open to whatever uh, spirit throws to you. <laughs> I going to say, yeah, those throws can be pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's like I'll say, okay, I'll do whatever I'm meant to do. I want to be of service. And I go, but not everything. Or just make sure whatever you give me that I can, that I'm okay with it. <laughs> so did you start out um, doing re- readings for individuals? Is that how you started out in your work? Yes. So I was a London party girl. And I would enjoy going out on the club scene 
and after a night out of dancing and and having fun, I would go back and hang out with whoever, you know, one of my closest friends, and we'd have jasmine tea and do tarot cards. And and that was how I started. And the other thing that we would do is that a number of my friends would be really struggling around dating and understanding what was going on. And I would just always be able to gain insight into what was happening in that relationship for that person. And so everyone would come to me and say, what do I do? What's he thinking? Or what's she thinking? And is this relationship going to work out? And and then one day, a number of years later in my early 20s, a friend of mine, I'd gone into doing healing work and I'd gone through all the different levels of training in Reiki. And she said to me, I'm sending, <clears throat> I'm sending a client to you. How much do you charge? And at that point I said, I don't know. I, I don't charge for this stuff. I don't do this professionally. And she said, oh, well, I'm just going to tell him 40 pounds, which is, sort of, you know, at the time back then was around $60 or so. And she just said, first client coming to you. And then that client started coming back. And then more and more people were referred to me. And I just, it, just, it was a very natural uh, progress. And uh, when did you move to, uh, I guess, Los Angeles area? When I, did you move? So, so I've loved the U.S. since I was a kid. When I was six years old and had my first trip to Disney World, after three weeks out here, I ended up having an American accent, and my mother was not too happy with that. <laughs> so that was how much I loved this country. And later on, I just felt that coming from outside of the United States, there is such a positive attitude in terms of anything is possible. What I see from some people who have grown up and live in the U.S., that they don't have that same perception of things. But for me, that's very much, I felt that this was the land of opportunity and, and it absolutely has delivered on that in terms of create, building a, a foundation of success. So, so I came out here, I would take a number of trips and family vacations and, and I always loved Miami and loved Los Angeles and as I developed more and more spiritually, I saw that Los Angeles really was, to me, I perceived it as the center of forward thinking and in, spiritual, in the spiritual movement. And so I knew that I needed to come out here and that coming out here would take me to the next level in my career. I, I created a psychic TV show in the UK, which ended up turning into two whole channels and had hosted and produced over 250 hours of live TV, and I helped launch several different psychics and astrologers' careers in the UK when I cast them in that show, and they're very well known over in the UK today. But for me, it was just, I knew I needed to go further, and I knew coming out to the US was the place to do that. And now, ironically, I'm going to be... Um, going back to the UK and not to live, just to visit and to do things and to tour there. But sometimes you have to go, you have to go away to come back because people perceive you in a certain way. And, 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 and I just realized I needed to go and 
reinvent myself so that people weren't projecting onto me who they thought I was because I knew who I was and I needed to be in that full expression of myself. Oh, that's so true. Um, mm. When you have friends, they don't think of you in the um, the star or the... And you actually do have to leave in order to uh, recreate yourself. I can see that perfectly. And, and that's not just a country thing. I mean, that can be sometimes around, I think, for anyone that has higher aspirations, that they have a vision of that they're destined for something more and that it's really important to nurture that dream and to honor that which comes from the inner guidance system, from one's intuition, and to say, I'm going to take care of myself in that. And what I, one of the very valuable lessons that I learned was that when someone would dismiss my vision or criticize me in some way or unconsciously put me down without realizing they were putting me down, I didn't understand at that point in time that it, it was just that they didn't have a vision and that's why they couldn't see it. And they didn't have those aspirations themselves. So it wasn't like they were trying to hurt me or be negative towards me. But for a long time, I got very caught up in that and, and felt victimized and wounded. And, and, and yes, there are some people that do want to see one fail and, and they're jealous people as well. And I think that that's where it was important to come back to the vision and the deeper message of the why do you have the vision that you have so that when when people do um, push or be negative in some way, that you can stick to the vision and continue to put the message out there that each person has their message to share, especially when within the spiritual realm the healing or the healing arts. Yeah, sometimes some of these these um, intuition hits that people get, you know, you don't quite have the whole story in your hand at the time. And if somebody kind of says, why are you doing that? You don't have total answers. So, But you know within you what the path is is feeling like. And so to describe it, it, it is the, the, the description isn't always there. <laughs> um, uh, you, only have piece of, you only have only a piece of the puzzle. Yeah, but you have to yeah. have faith. Your Not book, yeah, your book. Now you authored um, "Unleash the Psychic in You: How to Trust Your Intuition for Successful Decision Making," and that has been released for the second time. And um, how do you, for our listeners? How does one recognize the voice of intuition? The voice of intuition is peaceful, loving, uplifting, healing. It has all positive attributes. And for someone that hasn't been using their intuition that much, that they're new to using it or that they've discarded it and, and, and not put attention to developing it, 
they will find it very challenging to recognize that voice of intuition because it's super quiet. And so the key is to create an environment where your intuition can be given more and more attention until you hear it very, very clearly. And I often get asked, what is the difference? How do I know if it's my intuition or if it's my lower nature, my ego? And <laughs> the thing is, is that you'll know it when it's your ego because there, there's fear in it or there's worry or anxiety. And another really good way to do a sort of a litmus test of whether it's your intuition or whether it's the voice of fear is that whatever it is that's on your mind that you need to make the decision on, if you had to go and voice that to another person in front of you and go over what you are feeling, you will know upon opening your mouth and as the words come, before even the words come out, whether it's coming from your intuition or whether it's coming from fear. I'll give you an example of that. Okay. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, my, my son is five years old, and so we're going for applying to the different kindergartens now as he embarks on going into a bigger school. And um, when I had done my initial research online of the different schools available, there was this particular school, and I immediately went, this is the school for Dominic. I just know this is the school for him. And, and my husband agreed as well. And there was another school that I felt was really good as well. They're not as, 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 a, as, as clear a match as, as this one for Dominic. And Dominic hadn't gone to the school yet for a play date or anything. But I kept having this strong intuition with it. And then um, after Dominic had gone to the school for the play date, now he just talks about it the whole time. When am I going to get to go there? When can I start there? He's so excited about it. And so yesterday we had another play date where we have a, 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 the second choice school because we wanted to have a backup. And, um, and so I asked him afterwards, do you want to go to this school or that other school? And he says, no, this one. So he, the one that I'd intuitively felt. So I go and drop him back at his, his preschool that he's at now where he's at this great school called short preschool in Venice. They actually loves it there. And so I, I go and talk to the, uh, the the teachers at the school, and I and I said, Dominic seems to really want to go to this particular school, and I think that's the school that he should go for. And, and what I noticed was, as I spoke aloud, I went, Joanna, what do you do? Why are you even having this conversation with his preschool teachers? You already have known right from day one the school that he's meant to go to, the one that you sensed he'd want to go to, there is no other choice, and you know he's going to get in. So why are you even doubting? And so when I walked out of there, I went, hmm, I'm not going to do that again. That was a waste of time. It was a waste of energy, and I must not doubt myself. Because it was like that voice of, oh, well, what do I do? Or what do you think? I already knew. And that's why I wrote Unleash the Psychic in You, because... Everyone has intuition, every single person. It's just up to us to make sure that we cultivate it. And there's a number of excellent exercises that can help one to get better and better at it. Now, are those exercises in your book, Joanna? Yes, 
yeah, there's a lot of fantastic exercises in there. Actually, there's one in particular on chapter three. It's kind of the side, which is the blind spot removal exercise. That is phenomenal because especially when you have a, a big decision to make, right, it's not just like what do I eat for dinner. It's do I keep this job? Do I move home? Do I get married to this person? Do I propose to this person? Do I invest the money in this particular project? All the all these different all these different choices. I mean, we have have how many decisions do we have to make each day? I, I, and that takes up energy. I mean, I know it used to take me a long time to decide what to eat, and I'm not kidding here. It was like, do I eat meat or fish? And then if I decided to eat meat, you know, what type of meat? And then what cut of meat? I mean, sometimes it took me two hours. I mean, I really like food. So that was, it was tough for me. But so in the process of when you go through blind spot removal and, and, and it goes through in detail of how to go through this process, but essentially by before you go to sleep, asking yourself each night a same question over and over, then you are sending that message to the deeper part of your unconscious, to your spiritual self, when you wake up in the morning, your mind isn't clouded. The ego mind has not got activated. It isn't awake yet. Your intuition is really strong first thing in the morning. That's why when I do writing for my books, I write first thing in the morning. On, on, when I'm writing my next book now, I get up at, at the moment, I mean, I got up at 4.30 this morning so that I am totally clear. So, so the process one does is then when you wake up in the morning, you ask yourself that same question again that from when you went to sleep. For example, do I, do I leave the job I'm in and go and take this new job? Or do I change my career? And you ask yourself that same question every day for 30 days. The reason why you ask every day for 30 days is because you know, on some days you're going to feel clearer than others. And some days the ego mind can get in there and it's very sneaky. And I know that because I had huge amounts of denial. And most people carry a lot of denial. And it's not because they want to be in denial. It's just stuck in there at an unconscious level. So that 30-day process allows you to really pull back the layers and, and to the core of the intuition but once you get super clear, you don't need 30 days to do it. I mean, you can just start doing it instantaneously. Sort of like how I caught myself at, at the school yesterday afternoon and went, come on, Joanna, you, you knew right from the beginning. So intuition never lies. It's always spot on. It's just about listening to it and then following through on it. So you do, do you do pros and cons? Absolutely. The thing is, is that the way I do pros and cons typically is through feeling. I will literally, I will, you know, there was an interesting moment for me yesterday at the other school that we had gone to, which is a very lovely school as well. But there was something, I went to pick Dominic up from the playground where the parents get reunited with their children. And there was something, I, there was a moment where I caught, like I got a snapshot of how the parents, the, um, the teachers were observing the kids and observing my son. And something just twisted in my stomach. It was like this weird sort of, uh, sort of feeling. Because there was a sound to it. It was like, uh. 
just didn't feel right. And I went, this would be a good place for him, but he needs to be in a school where there is no judgment. And the other school is so pure in its energy. I went, that is, that, it was like just a, a clear knowing. And then I tried to push it aside and go, oh, well, it's not a big deal. But it kept coming back to me and bothering me. So then I called my husband and I went through over what happened. And, and the truth is my, my body knew through the spill of clairsentience, which is in chapter nine, the body doesn't lie. And, and I just went, ah, oh, okay, don't doubt here. And so for someone else, they would have had a different experience around that. Uh, and it wouldn't have been a negative for them. And I'm not saying that's a negative. It's just being able to decide what is right for oneself and what is right for one's loved ones and being able to make the best decisions for oneself. Yeah. Wow. Do you teach this for the business world? Yes, absolutely. I mean, one client of mine, she was working in accounting for the government. And when I first did a, an intuition blueprint reading for her, she hadn't told me anything. I saw her doing psychic work, going out. There was a, I had a vision of her on, on, on a stage, and there was all wood in the room. And, and so that, to me, said psychic medium platform type work, you know, the old school sort of psychic way of doing things, just a more sort of traditional um, psychic. And at the time, she said, well, how am I going to do that? But she did. She had just gone and done a psychic medium course, and it was one of her desires. Fast forward a couple of years later, it, it got to a point where one day I had a very strong message from Spirit, and I said to her, you need to go and hand your notice in now in your government job. And, and she said to me, I've been dreading the day you were going to tell me that. <laughs> and I said, well, now's the day. And she, did, she handed in her notice, she went and took the, the trip of a lifetime where she'd always wanted to go to Japan. And she has, um, she's actually going to be speaking at Conscious Life Expo as well, which is amazing. She's one of my clients too. Her name's uh, Candace Thomas. And, um, and so now full-time she does psychic development circles and, and she is teaching intuition as well. And she has, you know, done a number of media appearances all within the space of two years. She totally transformed her career and, and took those steps. And, and the thing is, is the funny thing of how her and I connected was she was at a work, she was going to some type of seminar with a friend. She's flown in from Albuquerque to go to this event in Marina del Rey, which is where I live now. At the time, I didn't live in Marina del Rey. And she told me that she, was, she didn't want to be in a seminar, so she went to the library across the street. And in the library, the book fell off the shelf and hit her on the head. And, and so she ended up getting my book, and then we connected. And so just in a, and I said to her, why did someone go and give my book away and put it in the library? Like, that was my ego coming in there. Why would they want to keep it? And I thought, I'm really glad they did. So <laughs> just ended up becoming a client and, and also a dear friend as well. So it's so cool to know that, you know, from the point that I met her, now she's going to be speaking at Conscious Life Expo as well and, and guiding her in that journey to that success has been a super cool experience. Wow. 
So people always wonder why they make poor decisions. Absolutely. I made many of them in my life. <laughs> I can laugh about it now. <laughs> wasn't funny so at what, the time. What, what triggers that, Joanna, to make the poor decisions? Fear? Poor, uh, poor decisions comes from fear and from low self-esteem, fear of rejection, fear of not being enough. And... And so the thing is, is that a person will go into their head. They just, they're not creating space to be in tune, to listen, to pause, to to trust themselves and to feel. In our society, we have been trained, and thank God I see that changing now, to stuff down our feelings, to rush and to rush. And, and that is why... There are several key things that are, I believe, vitally important, and I know that helped me to be very intuitive and in tune and to make good decisions rather than poor decisions, and that is eating healthy, yoga, meditation, and, and, and for me within meditation is prayer as well. And, and those, are, those are my staples that allow me to be attuned to recognizing how to make those right choices. A bad choice, when someone makes a poor choice, a lot of the time it, 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 it's fear of not getting what you want. On some level, things aren't going to work out. And what I have learned, and I used to be such a control freak, is that you just have to let go, that to... Make the best choice. And, and, and here's the thing. If you make a choice, you make a decision and something doesn't work out. And I know because I made a number of poor choices. And then I beat myself up mentally. Oh, if I was so in tune, if I was so intuitive, I should have got this right. But what I realized is, is that certain things are beyond one's control. And so the way that I was able to move past those blocks of beating myself up around making poor decisions was did I do the best I could do in that situation? And if I did the best that I could do and something didn't work out, that would allow me to set my mind free from that pain and go on to make a different choice. So that, that's you know, it. vitally important. You know, um, I, I've also noticed when you make that kind of decision, I've noticed in my life that um, it's also part of a learning skill, and you can assist others because you've had that learning skill. So you wouldn't have been able to write more fully about it without having had that uh, particular experience. Exactly. If I hadn't burned through all my money, money and lost everything, <laughs> I would not be qualified <laughs> to go and teach how to become very successful because I came yeah. from a family of money. And, and so at one point, I remember at the time, this is when I had a house up in the Hollywood Hills and I was doing movie stuff, and someone in my circle, she said to me, she was struggling, and I said, you just need to do this affirmation for abundance. And she said, well, it's fine for you because you don't have money issues. Fast forward a few months later, I had 
really big money issues. I mean, there have been issues there all along, but they went to a critical, it went to a critical place for me. And so I realized how arrogant and self-righteous I must have sounded going, oh, you just need to say this affirmation. I am abundant. I am prosperous. All is well. There's much more to it than that. That's why when I create guided meditations now, and I, I have actually through Conscious Life Expo, I have two really great free, free meditations that are at unleashthepsychicinyou.com slash conscious life. It's not just about the words, that, that, the affirmation that's said. It's about bringing through the vibration that creates the shift and healing for that person to see what they need to do differently. And so it's, sometimes it's a very simple thing that you make a simple change, like getting up an hour earlier or cutting out sugar or doing 10 minutes of yoga that brings through a new level of awareness and insight where you start to see your life very, very clearly. And that is when intuition is working for you 24-7. It transforms your entire life. And, and so then when certain decisions that you make, especially big decisions, and you don't yet see the outcome and you get scared, it's intuition inside will just say everything's okay. It's, it's going to work out even if you feel it isn't going to work out. Yeah. So, you know, in, yeah. in affirmations, I have a question for you in uh, doing affirmations. Uh, some people create an affirmation, but in their own mind, out of fear or uh, that they think that affirmation won't really work. I mean, there's a subconscious level of thinking. They're doing this affirmation every day, but there's a possibility it won't work. Does That must definitely get in the way. That's an excellent point. If you think the affirmation isn't going to work, it isn't going to work. So you could say, I, I am a New York Times best-selling author. I am a New York Times best-selling author every day. And the thing is, is that if in your subconscious that underlying tape is saying, I just don't see how it's going to happen. There's so much competition out there. There's other people that have been doing this much longer. I know I'm a good writer, but maybe no one's going to recognize how good a writer I am you will then manifest the behavior that totally cancels out that affirmation. So this is where it's so important to keep going over the affirmation and then allow, as the negative thoughts come up, a great exercise to do is, let's say the affirmation is, you want to be a New York Times bestselling author, all the negatives that come out, write them down and then create a positive affirmation for every single one that won't, to so say, like, the negative thought is it won't happen, it's happened, I am that. And so you keep going through the process until it strips away and breaks down those negative thoughts in one's head. So I think what's really important to take away from this is that it is commonplace to have the underlying fears, anxieties, and resentments arise when doing an affirmation, but rather than get caught up in the fear of it isn't working, the key is to persist with it and say, I'm going to keep doing it. 
breaking it down in smaller steps. Is that what you're saying? So that yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? Here lately, I've actually begun playing with everything. You play, make it fun, because if you make it fun, then you don't keep sliding back. And I think, you know, people forget about that. They go into worry and that kind of thing. And I think just learning to play with every angle you're doing, whether you're writing a book or whether you're you're preparing for an interview or whatever, you're you're finding those joy moments that are just, you know, your mind starts ticking away and having fun with it. And um, and I think people forget to have fun. What do you think, Joanna? Absolutely. When you get so caught up in being driven in the vision for the sake of having to manifest the vision, it stops being fun. Sort of like just making money for the sake of making money or getting your spiritual message out because it becomes you become like a martyr. That's no good. I mean, I've seen I, on Facebook <laughs> the other day, I saw uh, a group of spiritual light worker healers go into a whole rant criticizing each other and I was like, mm. Wow <laughs> Okay <laughs> you know, and I think the thing is is that everyone's learning, everyone's a work in process. We're human and and it it's we're not yes we I feel some part of us, we're God-like beings and in co-creation with spirit, and then we have our human nature. And that is why it is so important to surround ourselves with like-minded people, for example, listening to your radio show. You know, the more that they listen to all the different speakers and and authors and experts within the realm of of spirituality and, and healing and that that it gets to move them into a place of really thinking in a positive way. Events like Conscious Life Expo, where you have people coming from all over the world to share their different areas of expertise and and dip into and learn from so many wonderful people that then when that limiting thought comes up within one's mind or the fear or you know, I've tried affirmations before and they don't work. Or I read this self-help book on, on freeing your mind and it didn't work. I would say don't give up. Keep, try, you know, keep trying. Keep coming back to it. The amount of times that I in the past wanted to give up on certain things and, and then spirit would lead me, lead me back to it and say try again. And, and that then there comes a point where you do break through and the transformation does occur. And, and and so it's just having that willingness and saying you've got to just do a little bit each day, just a little bit. And that's why I used to rush through reading books. I would race through the pages and go, okay, well, I've read all of that, so I should be enlightened now. And now I understand sometimes it's about sitting with one sentence and working that sentence into each area of my life and practicing that on a daily basis until it becomes second nature. Yeah, yeah, sounds great. You know what, we had a couple of seconds before we went on air with you, and you told us that you have another book laying before you and that you're starting on it. Would you tell us about that? Yes, and I I, I can't right now share who the, the publisher is, 
because the, the deal is just closing on that, but it's a, a very big, amazing publisher who I adore, and the book is called Big Miracle Breakthrough. And it's based off of my... It's based off of and it's come out of my, my boot camp that I do, a virtual boot camp called Big Miracle Breakthrough. And so you know, a Big Miracle Breakthrough is really about taking a series of small action steps that lead to that big miracle breakthrough. And and that is what creates the transformation in all areas of one's life. And and being able to build that relationship with spirit, I know that the life of success I have created for my the success I've created for my life has really come from forming a strong relationship, a spiritual relationship with myself and also with my spirit guides as well. And sometimes I go, gosh, this in the mainstream would sound so strange, saying spirit guides. But I know that over and over and that there there are loved ones on the other side and there are different wise beings that give us support and, and assistance. And if we listen to that, and then rather than being wowed by some type of, oh, wow, spirituality really does exist or there's something beyond this physical realm, that if we start to put into action that guidance that comes through, that amazing things can happen. Well, wow. that sounds terrific. Are you going to be talking a little bit about that um, at the uh, Conscious Life Expo? So at Conscious Life Expo, I'm actually doing a post-conference workshop, which is Big Miracle Breakthrough Live. And and that really will be upon the focus of, you know, what if the mistakes that you've been making were part of miracle making? And and that shift in consciousness where you get to start to live that life that you desire. So that when you go and look at your online banking and you see, I've got all the money that I wanted to have. And you're fulfilled in your love life. And you wake up and you feel great. And you're excited about your day ahead. And your life's amazing. So the thing is, is that everyone knows that that's possible. We wouldn't have the desire for it if it wasn't possible. Because then the desire wouldn't be there. Then when you start to bring that into manifestation, it's incredible. I know clients of mine that, that say, oh, I don't know how it happened. And I say, yes, you do. We went over exactly how you were going to create it, and then you implemented it. And they go, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so so in a Big Miracle Breakthrough Live at Conscious Life Expo, we're going to work on shifting from I wish to I am. And that is a really empowering experience. Oh, wow, it sounds like it. So people that are attending have so many great speakers and workshops to go to, and this this one sounds like it's one not to be missed. I'm actually I'm doing two other workshops there. I'm doing Unleash the Psychic in You, so that we get to put into practice Unleash the Psychic in You book, and and so each person will be giving and receiving a psychic reading. It's super fun. Some people get scared because. They feel like they're about to take an exam. They're doing the SATs. No, this is a fun experience. <laughs> it's meant to be fun. And, and what I say to people when doing a reading for someone else and they're nervous is this isn't about you. This is about you holding the space for the other person and just trust that 
the fact that you are there for that person is they're going to get exactly what they need from you and you're going to get exactly what you need from them. And, and, and it works beautifully. So, so that's really cool when we go a little bit into creating one's own psychic dictionary, a really fun topic. And then the other workshop I'm teaching there is actually the other one is a lecture, and that's going to be, although I won't be lecturing people, <laughs> uh, spiritual sales. And spiritual sales, I came about because I had such, I had this belief for a number of years, you can't be spiritual and make money. That if you're in anything of the healing arts, it, it, it's, you end up broke. And so, so that focus will be how to use the sixth sense to build a seven-figure business you don't have to be wanting to build a seven-figure business. It's just showing the track of how to get there and that the mindset that you need to have and sort of instead of this fear around sales, that the reality is is that if you want to be a healer or a psychic and you want to take care of yourself and have that as your sole source of income, you have to embrace sales. There is no way around it. And, and so... Where a sale happens, and it's normally terrifying for people, to be able to move into a space where it is a positive and spiritual experience instead of this thing of I'm taking someone's money or, oh, my gosh, we're getting to the part talking about the money and really helping people shift their consciousness in that. We had one time I was doing spiritual sales live, and someone on the spot, this gentleman in the workshop, ended up going and giving $100 to the other person there who she was a comedian and she wanted to do these she wanted to start sharing her her advice and how she helped people so I said well then you're going to do compassion sessions just offer compassion sessions I said how much do you want to get paid she said a hundred dollars and then the guy comes over to her afterwards and says I want to work with you and he's been her client ever since so cool (laughs) I know I that's my biggest weakness is the salesperson I mean that's my biggest weakness. So that's the hardest thing to do for me. Right, and for most people. I mean, for most. And and that's the beauty of this, is when you understand the, the, the positive shift that occurs from a sale and that is a win-win, then you move past that fear. And there's no longer that guilty feeling or that, oh, no, this person's paying me for this. Because what can happen is you start to make more money and then sabotage yourself in some way and, and block that flow. And, and so I see a lot of healers and psychics and spiritual people talk about abundance and prosperity and being wealthy, but then it's not reflected in the home they live in and the relationships they have in, in terms of their business. And, and it really is important to have that working on every level. And it doesn't have to be perfect but I do believe that it's something that one needs to turn one's attention to, to be full and whole on a spiritual level. Plus, what I've found out, if you give it away, people um, don't uh, appreciate it as as much as if Correct. they pay for it. Uh, yeah, they don't see the value. Because they're not paying. There's something in paying for the service where you really take it Seriously, and you value that information. The more the information is that it costs, the more you're going to see the value. Now, sometimes it could be that someone could say, wow, 
$1,500 for a reading, like I can go and get a reading for $60. But the thing is, what is in that reading? There could be a piece of information in there that absolutely transforms your life, that when you put that into action, that's going to generate you thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars. So it's not so much paying the time with the person. It's about their life experience, their expertise, the lessons they've learned from their mistakes. Now, you actually create personal meditations for people. Um, Is that a meditation that they would use for lifetime or or for the – or just – You know what? It depends. So, So normally the meditation I create, it takes them 10 years ahead. Now, I have a client, amazing client of mine, um, Michelle Tate, who she has, um, she has a, a skincare business that she does microneedling, but it's, it's, it's all spiritual in nature. And so the process is called face and soul. And the, originally, I created a custom meditation for her <clears throat> that there are elements of it that are still spot on and she and and uh, manifesting for her but what happened was is that she has gone at such an accelerated pace but then i had her listen to the meditation every day for 90 days she's now you know just got a number like she just did naomi watts that you know the actress she's about to go on the today show like all this stuff is blowing up her income has gone through the roof and she um expanded her business from albuquerque to New York City. So I'm creating another custom guided meditation for her. <laughs> she's, wow. she's manifesting at such a fast pace. That's what it is. So then we're taking it a step. And the funny thing was, I was guiding through her through a meditation on the phone live. This is where I go and record these ones. I was taking her through a process the night before about fame and celebrity. And then she texts me the next day and says, I got the Today Show. And I was like, Of course you did. <laughs> it's just it's when you get in that zone of and that's like moving into that big miracle breakthrough zone where things just start happening really really fast and and that that sort of phenomenon of overnight success we know overnight success is not overnight success it's normally 10 years 15 years 20 years in the making people will yeah. see me and this next year a year from now people are going to refer to me as an overnight success it has been years in the making. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Joanna, so. let, us, yeah, let, let us take a spot of time here and let people know that they can um, attend your workshop um, and um, at the name of the interactive workshop with you is Unleash the Psychic in You. Uh, it's going to be at the 13th Annual Conscious Life Expo. And if you're unable to attend personally, it will be internationally streamed live as well. Uh, you need to go to the website, ConsciousLifeExpo.com, and go forward there. The dates on your calendar would be, uh, it starts February 6th through the 8th at uh, LAX Hilton. Um, so you can do that. And uh, let's see, you have a website, a couple of websites, uh, your name is Joanna Garzelli. Did I pronounce that right? It's joannagarzelli.com, but here's what would be phenomenal for your listeners and what we did for Conscious Life Expo is if they go to unleashthepsychicinyou.com 
slash conscious light, they're going to get two gift meditations, the destiny meditation and the synchronicity meditation. They are amazing. So these are gifts. Are these meditations uh, to be done for 90 days also? Straight. 90, 30 days will work a treat. 90 days will just tip it over the edge. <laughs> oh, okay. Sounds good. We're going to go over the edge. Okay. Yeah. So, again, that website is unleashthepsychicinyou.com forward slash conscious life. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. What a gift. <laughs> Yeah. Really, and Ooh. it's powerful vibration. So it goes. It's beyond the words. It's about downloading the vibration. And and I had someone that had listened to the meditation and just said, within ten minutes afterwards, something happened that was really phenomenal for her. She'd been stuck on a question. She was troubled by it. She came out the meditation. The person called her. Things just worked out. And. That's when you know spirit's working. I'm I'm the channel for it, and I'm I'm grateful for that. Well, I, there are so many things to do, and, and so many people to see. And we've interviewed um, several people from the Conscious Life Expo, and we're just getting a little bit of it. It's I can't say what a great expo it's going to be, and that yeah, you're yeah. one of the workshops that people really need to go to. Yeah, not only that, but they can they can hook in and stream live if they can't go there. That's beautifully done. I'm so proud of of the Conscious Life Expo and doing that. Okay, we have um, maybe uh, is there a couple things that maybe you need to tell us that we haven't uh, asked you about? Let's see. So I, I feel like we've. I mean, there's a lot of things that... Well, what would you say is the biggest challenge that you've seen your listeners go through lately? Probably because of um, a lot of our listeners are having problems getting careers or jobs. Perfect. So so the thing is, around career, and I know that in Unleash the Psychic Can You, I talked about that. I, I couldn't even get a job. I've been... I, I I totally struggled with that, and and there comes a point where when you wait for things to happen, that is the worst thing that you can do. And from where you're at today, from where a person is at today, you just make the decision and say, I'm going to do whatever I need to do today to create the job for myself or to go and get a job. Now, you know, someone might say, Well, that's easy for you to say. But literally, what I found the shift for me, where the day that I'd gone for this, I'd gone to try and get a secretarial job. I remember passing with doing the typing test perfectly, and and I had literally, I hadn't even been able to. I had to walk to the job interview. I had no money, and it was pouring with rain, and and it was it was really that was definitely a, a, a major low point in my life, and. And I, I just thought, wow. I knew when I came out of there they weren't going to hire me. But my intuition said, go, go back to school. And like it was literally go back to school. So what happened was I ended up walking from the job interview through Regent's Park, and a client of mine that I'd been working with and just being paid very little money by him, I stopped at Regent's Park College 
and ended up thinking, oh, I'm not going to do this workshop. But then I walked in there and I was like, I have to do this workshop. So what occurred from there was, and you say, well, how do you do that with no money? What I did was I got on the phone to people and I said, you have to come to this workshop. And the people that decided to come to the workshop, I then made enough money to pay for the workshop space and to teach the workshop. And mm-hmm. and I remember I carried on and I went back to my school and they said, even though I was struggling terribly at the time, it's so they were excited that I'd gone and produced a movie a few years before. So they had me come and talk at the school. And and I felt such a fraud being up on that stage because my life was such a mess. But there was something that shifted at that point in me and and where I reconnected to my talents. The year before, the famous playwright, Tom Stoppard, um, whose daughter went to France Holland to my school, had done, like, judge the drama competition. That following year was me. And, and about a week after that, where these two things, where I'd gone to put on this workshop and I'd gone and spoken at my school to just try and give back and share what I'd learned, turned into me having the opportunity of getting my own TV show. And that was a major turning point. So when I went for that job interview to get the show, the the receptionist in, in the lobby said, oh, the, the girl with brown hair is here. My hair was blonde. Was, my hair was so dirty because there was no... Um, Hot, there was no hot water, and so I didn't want to wash my hair in in, the, in January in freezing cold weather. And but I I didn't even have to. It was so weird how things worked out because I said, "Would you want to interview me?" And they're like, "No, no, no, you've got the job." It was so strange how all these things occurred, and and led to a turnaround in my life. So no matter where you're at, you know I've been at the bottom of the bottom of things, and and so no one can say oh, well, it's all right for you to say that. No, I've gone through that experience. You just have to have the willingness and to just be open to a miracle can happen each day and you just keep taking one foot in front of the other and know as quickly as you could go down to the bottom, which could be crash a crash, that you can quickly rise up to the top again or beyond where you've ever gone before. Joanna, thank you. you. We're at the end. Um, but, you know, you have shared such incredible, awesome ideas with our listeners, and um, we we feel really nurtured. <laughs> really <laughs> and thank you for sharing your gifts with everyone. I mean, you're creating all these creative people. <laughs> so Thank you for having sure. me as a guest. I really appreciate oh, yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So um, have a great time at the yeah, have a great time at the Conscious Life Expo. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I will. All right. Bye-bye now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.